Welcome to Hear, Feel, Believe. These are stories of the Bible. This reading will be a modern, literal version of the Old Testament. We begin with Exodus chapter 18. Now Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard of all that God had done for Moses and for Israel, his people, how that Jehovah had brought Israel out of Egypt. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took Zipporah, Moses' wife, after he had sent her away, and her two sons, of whom the name of the one was Gershom, because he said, I have been a traveler in a foreign land. And the name of the other was Eliezer, because he said, The God of my father was my help and delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with his sons and his wife to Moses into the wilderness where he was encamped at the mountain of God. And he said to Moses, I, your father-in-law Jethro, have come to you and your wife and your two sons with her. And Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed down and kissed him. And they asked each other of their welfare, and they came into the tent. And Moses told his father-in-law, all that Jehovah had done to Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake, all the travail that had come upon them by the way, and how Jehovah delivered them. And Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness which Jehovah had done to Israel, in that he had delivered them out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Jethro said, Praise Jehovah! who has delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of Pharaoh, who has delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that Jehovah is greater than all gods, yes, in the thing in which they dealt proudly against them. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took a burnt offering and sacrifices for God, and Aaron came and all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moses' father-in-law before God. And it happened on the next day that Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood about Moses from the morning to the evening. And when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he had did to the people, he said, What is this thing that you do to the people? Why do you sit by yourself and all the people stand about you from morning to evening? And Moses said to his father-in-law, Because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a matter, they come to me, and I judge between a man and his neighbor, and I make them know the statues of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law said to him, The thing that you do is not good. You will surely wear away. 
both you and this people that is with you, because of the thing is too heavy for you. You are not able to perform it yourself alone. Listen now to my voice. I will give you counsel, and God be with you. You be a leader for the people toward God, and bring the cases to God. And you will teach them the statutes and the laws, and will show them the way in which they must walk, and the work that they must do. Moreover, you will provide out of all the people able men, such as fear God, men of truth, hating a just gain and place such over them, to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, rulers of tens, and let them judge the people at all seasons. And it will be that every great matter they will bring to you, but every small matter they will judge themselves. So it will be easier for you, yourself, and they will bear the burden with you. If you will do this thing, and God command you so, then you will be able to endure, and all these people also will go to their place in peace. So Moses listened to the voice of his father-in-law and did all that he had said. And Moses chose able men out of all Israel and made them heads over the people, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. And they judged the people at all seasons. The hard cases they brought to Moses, but every small matter they judged themselves. And Moses let his father-in-law depart, and he went his way into his own land. Chapter 19 In the third month after the sons of Israel had gone forth out of the land of Egypt, the same day they came into the wilderness of Sinai. And when they were departed from Rephidim and came to the wilderness of Sinai, they encamped in the wilderness, and Israel encamped there before the mountain. And Moses went up to God, and Jehovah called to him out of the mountain, saying, You will say to the house of Jacob, and tell the sons of Israel thus, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you will be my own possession from among all peoples, because all the earth is mine, and you will be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you will speak to the sons of Israel. And Moses came and called for the elders of the people and set before them all these words which Jehovah 
commanded him. And all the people answered together and said, All that Jehovah has spoken we will do. And Moses reported the words of the people to Jehovah. And Jehovah said to Moses, Behold, I come to you in a thick cloud that the people may hear when I speak with you and may also believe you everlasting. And Moses told the words of the people to Jehovah. And Jehovah said to Moses, Go to the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow and let them wash their garments and be ready for the third day. Because the third day, Jehovah will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. And you will set bounds to the people all around, saying, Take heed to yourselves that you do not go up onto the mountain or touch the border of it. Whoever touches the mountain will be surely put to death. No hand will touch him, but he will surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it is a beast or man, he will not live. When the ram's horn is prolonged, they will come up to the mountain. And Moses went down from the mountain to the people and made the people holy, and they washed their garments. And he said to the people, Be ready for the third day. Do not come near a woman. And it happened on the third day, when it was morning, that thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud were upon the mountain, and the voice of an exceedingly loud trumpet. And all the people who were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought out the people out of the camp to meet God, and they stood at the lower part of the mountain. And Mount Sinai, the whole of it, smoked, because Jehovah descended upon it in fire, and the smoke of it ascended as the smoke of a furnace. And the whole mountain quaked greatly. And when the sounds of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him by a voice. And Jehovah came down upon Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain. And Jehovah called Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. And Jehovah said to Moses, Go down, testify to the people, lest they break through to Jehovah to gaze, and many of them perish. And let the priests also who come near to Jehovah sanctify themselves, lest Jehovah break forth upon them. And Moses said to Jehovah, The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, because you testified to us, saying, Set bounds about the mountain and sanctify it. And Jehovah said to him, Go, get down and you will come up, you and Aaron with you. But do not let the priests and the people break through to come up to Jehovah, 
lest he breaks forth upon them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. Chapter 20 And God spoke all these words, saying, I am Jehovah your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You will have no other gods before me. You will not make to you a graven image, nor any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is on the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You will not bow down yourself to them, nor serve them, because I, Jehovah, your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the sons, upon the third and upon the fourth generation of those who hate me, and showing loving kindness to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. You will not take the name of Jehovah your God in vain, because Jehovah will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you will labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to Jehovah your God. You will not do any work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, your manservant, nor your maidservant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger that is within your gates. Because in six days Jehovah made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore Jehovah blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land which Jehovah your God gives to you. You will not murder. You will not commit adultery. You will not steal. You will not bear false witness against your neighbor. You will not desire your neighbor's house. You will not desire your neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. And all the people perceived the thunderings and the lightning and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. And they said to Moses, Speak with us, and we will hear. But do not let God speak with us, lest we die. And Moses said to people, Do not fear, because God has come to prove you, and that his fear may be before you, that you do not sin. And the people stood afar off, and Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. And Jehovah said to Moses, You will say to the sons of Israel thus, You, yourselves, have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. 
You will not make other gods with me, gods of silver or gods of gold. You will not make to you. An altar of earth you will make to me, and will sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, your sheep and your oxen. In every place where I record my name, I will come to you, and I will bless you. And if you make to me an altar of stone, you will not build it of hewn stone, because if you lift up your tool upon it, you have polluted it. Neither will you go up by steps to my altar, that your nakedness is not uncovered on it. Chapter 21 now these are the ordinances which you will set before them. If you buy a Hebrew servant, six years he will serve, and in the seventh he will go out a free man, freely. If he comes in by himself, he will go out by himself. If he is married, then his wife will go out with him. If his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons or daughters, the wife and her sons will be her masters and he will go out by himself. But if the servant will plainly say, I love my master, my wife and my sons, I will not go out free then his master will bring him to God and will bring him to the door or to the doorpost and his master will bore his ear through with an awl and he will serve him everlasting. And if a man sells his daughter to be a maidservant, she will not go out as the men servants do. If she does not please her master who has espoused her to himself, then he will let her be redeemed. He will have no power to sell her to a foreign people, since he has dealt deceitfully with her. And if he espouses her to his son, he will deal with her according to the manner of daughters. If he takes him another wife, her food, her garments, and her duty of marriage he will not diminish. And if he does not do these things to her, then she will go out freely without paying money. He who slays a man so that he dies will surely be put to death. And if a man does not lie in wait, but God delivers him into his hand, then I will appoint for you a place where he will flee. And if a man comes presumptuously upon his neighbor to kill him with craftiness, you will take him from my altar, that he may die. And he who slays his father or his mother will surely be put to death. And he who steals a man and sells him, or if he is found in his hand, he will surely be put to death. 
and he who curses his father or his mother will surely be put to death. And if men contend and one slays the other with a stone or with his fists, and he does not die, but keeps his bed, if he rises again and walks abroad upon his staff, then he who struck him will be acquitted. Only he will pay for the loss of his time and will cause him to be thoroughly healed. And if a man slays his servant or his maid with a rod and he dies under his hand, he will surely be punished. But if he continues a day or two, he will not be punished because he is his money. And if men struggle together and hurt a woman with child, so that her fruit depart and yet no harm follow, he will be surely fined, just as the woman's husband will lay upon him, and he will pay as the judges determine. But if any harm follows, then you will give life in exchange for life. I in exchange for I. Tooth in exchange for tooth. Hand in exchange for hand. Foot in exchange for foot. Burning for burning. Wound in exchange for wound. Stripe in exchange for stripe. And if a man slays the eye of his servant or the eye of his maid and destroys it, he will let him go free for his eye's sake. And if he knocks out his manservant's tooth or his maidservant's tooth, he will let him go free for his tooth's sake. And if an ox gores a man or a woman to death, the ox will surely be stoned and its flesh will not be eaten. The owner of the ox will be acquitted. But if the ox was accustomed to gore in time past, and it has been testified to its owner, and he has not kept it in, but it has killed a man or a woman, the ox will be stoned, and its owner will also be put to death. If a ransom is laid on him, then he will give for the redemption of his life whatever is laid upon him. Whether it has gored a son or has gored a daughter, according to this judgment, it will be done to him. If the ox gores a manservant or a maidservant, 30 shekels of silver will be given to their master, and the ox will be stoned. And if a man will open a pit, or if a man will dig a pit and not cover it, and an ox or a donkey falls in it, the owner of the pit will repay 
he will give money to the owner of it, and the dead beast will be his. And if one man's ox hurts another's so that it dies, then they will sell the live ox and divide the price of it, and the dead they will also divide. Or if it is known that the ox was accustomed to gore in time past, and its owner has not kept it in, he will surely pay ox in exchange for ox, and the dead beast will be his own. Chapter 22 If a man will steal an ox or a sheep and kill it, or sell it, he will pay five oxen in exchange for an ox and four sheep in exchange for a sheep. If the thief is found breaking in and be struck so that he dies, no blood guilt will be for him. If the sun has risen upon him, blood guilt will be for him. A thief, a thief will make restitution. If he has nothing, then he will be sold for his theft. If the theft is found in his hand alive, whether it is ox or donkey or sheep, he will pay double. If a man will cause a field or vineyard to be eaten and will let his beast loose and it feeds in another man's field, he will make restitution of the best of his own field in the best of his own vineyard. If fire breaks out and catches in thorns so that the shocks of grain or the standing grain or the field are consumed, he who kindled the fire will surely make restitution. If a man will deliver to his neighbor money or stuff to keep and it is stolen out of the man's house, if the thief is found, he will pay double. If the thief is not found, then the master of the house will come near to God to see whether he has not put his hand to his neighbor's goods. Upon every matter of trespass, whether it is because of ox, because of donkey, because of sheep, because of garments, or because of any matter of lost thing of which a man says, this is it. The case of both parties will come before God. He whom God will condemn will pay double to his neighbor. If a man delivers to his neighbor a donkey or an ox or a sheep or any beast to keep and it dies or be hurt, or driven away, no man seeing it, the oath of Jehovah will be between them both, whether he has not put his hand to his neighbor's goods, and the owner of it will accept it, and he will not make restitution. But if it is stolen from him, he will make restitution to the owner of it. If it is torn in pieces, let him bring it for evidence. 
you will not make good what was torn. And if a man borrows anything of his neighbor, and it is hurt or die, the owner of it not being with it, he will surely make restitution. If the owner of it is with it, he will not make it good. If it is a hired thing, it came for its hire. And if a man entices a virgin who is not betrothed and lies with her, he will surely pay wedding money for her to be his wife. If her father utterly refuses to give her to him, he will pay money according to the wedding money of virgins. You will not allow a sorceress to live. Whoever lies with a beast will surely be put to death. He who sacrifices to any god except to Jehovah only will be utterly destroyed. And you will not wrong a traveler, neither will you oppress him, because you were travelers in the land of Egypt. You will not mistreat any widow or fatherless child. If mistreating, you mistreat him, and if he cries to me, in my hearing, I will hear their cry, and my wrath will grow hot, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives will be widows, and your sons fatherless. If you lend money to any of my people with you who is poor, you will not be to him as a creditor, neither will you lay upon him interest. If you at all take your neighbor's garment to pledge, you will restore it to him before the sun goes down, because that is his only covering. It is his garment for his skin. How will he sleep? And it will happen when he cries to me that I will hear because I am gracious. You will not revile God, nor speak ill of a ruler of your people. You will not delay to offer from your harvest and from the outflow of your presses. The firstborn of your sons you will give to me. Likewise, you will do with your oxen and with your sheep Seven days it will be with its mother. On the eighth day you will give it to me. And you will be holy men to me. Therefore, you will not eat any flesh that is torn of beasts in the field. You will cast it to the dogs. This will end the reading for this episode. We will continue with our story of Exodus in the next recording at chapter 23. I thank you very much for listening today. If you'd like to contact me, 
can write me at herefeelbelieve at gmail.com. I wish you a pleasant day, and I hope you all benefit from listening to the stories of the Bible. Thank you.